When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll have, I'll what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. Just distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 84 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me via Zoom, Charles Hedlund. How you doing, buddy? Oh, buddy. I'm doing great. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> what a week, my man. Yeah, Holy man. Hell. It's been solid what? for you. Oh, it's been solid for both of us. <laughs> we haven't had a catch-up episode in a long while, but... We finally have something to talk about. I'm excited about it, buddy. I'm very excited about this episode. We haven't done it in a while. And, you know, we got a couple stories to tell. Maybe one, yes, maybe two. Can. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe three. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a couple, few dozen. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I'm excited. We got some serious <laughs> episodes coming up, too, man. Yes, we do. And, I, you know, I'm not going to apologize for the turkey content because it's May 4th, this episode's going to be dropping, like, early May, and our season just started, okay? We're not in the South. That's that's the problem. Everybody's turkey season's ending, and ours is just starting. So, you know, we've been getting a little amped up about it coming. Now it's here, and there's some stuff happening, and we're just, you know, we're excited about it. We'll get back to the deer content, guys. Just, you know... Let us, enjoy. <laughs> Let us have our moment. <laughs> the thing is, we we started when the early season started, and we started getting guys on because if you don't get you know guests for turkey season prior to turkey season, like we did, you don't get them. You know, you don't get to talk to the guys that we talked to during turkey season. They're way too busy. Yeah. So it was pretty awesome to be able to do that, and there must be something to it because almost everybody came on. I think everybody came on. For the turkey episodes, has killed birds, if not multiple birds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%, dude. For sure. So, maybe the only... Oh, wait, yeah. Every single person. Yeah. 
yeah. as far as I know. Yeah, um, as far as I know, too. I mean, that's saying something. And, and look how our season's gone so far. It's been unbelievable. This is not normal. No, it's been pretty good, man. I don't. I have zero complaints so far. Maybe a little bit about opening day, but we'll get into that. I fear, <laughs> I fear the repercussions for this season going so well that when I get humbled, it's going to be very, very frustrating. <laughs> it, it, dude, it happens to the best of us, man. And you know, it's happened. It's happened it. before. <laughs> yeah, I am absolutely one hundred percent waiting for it. It's pretty much. To the point right now, our season is so silly that I could draw a picture on a piece of paper of how something is going to go down, and that's how it's gone down. Yeah, I'm down for that, man. It's absolutely weird, <laughs> um, but it, it's silly, too, at the same point. <laughs> it is silly. How about this slow roll we got going on, though? <laughs> yeah. So before we get into anything crazy, let's talk about the people that make this podcast possible. Absolutely, buddy. Uh, who do you want to start with? You want to start with veteran IP? Let's go with VIP, boys. man. Matt and Cindy Futere. I love those guys. Heck yeah. I hope I haven't talked to Matt yet. I didn't want to bother him while he was on his trip, but I'm going to give him a call here in the next couple of days just to see if his trip's over, how he's doing, any updates, uh, and if he's killing turkeys or not. Yeah, I'm down for that, man. I'm sure he's letting some uh, veteran and combat veterans and maybe some surprise arrows with something on the end of them loose on some turkey. Uh, and I am very interested in seeing the results of what <laughs> what happened on his trip. Oh, yeah, man. I'm excited for that, too. So, yeah. you know, the veteran, it's a freaking unbelievable product, man. If you guys are still in a turkey season anywhere and you have any interest in killing a bird with a bow, the veteran is one hell of a broadhead for turkeys. I would agree. And if you're gearing up for deer season, you can either use that veteran or you can go with the combat veteran. That's our favorite is the combat veteran. Yep, yep, totally, totally. Killed with both, but, you know, it's hard to pick at this point. They're, they're both so good. They're both so good, yeah. but if you want that extra little little bit of oomph, those extra bleeders on that combat vet is just unreal, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would suggest the combat veteran. Me, personally, that's the one I used. I didn't get a chance to use the veteran a whole lot. Uh, I did try to shoot a turkey with it and missed in the fall. But <laughs> other than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about Scree Gear? Scree Gear. Man, you've been repping the hell out of it lately on uh, on Instagram and everywhere. You've been you've been laying yeah. it down solid with these turkeys, man. Listen, the Scree Gear is where it's at, man. If you want a good, solid layering system, to where you can go through these 30-degree change days that we have right now in the spring. You're waking up, it's 30 degrees in the morning. By noon, when it's quitting time, it's 65. You have to have a good layering system, and you have to have merino wool base layers. I'm sorry, that's it. Done. Deal. There's nothing else. I'm right there with you, buddy. You know, the, my biggest thing about it in this weird, weird climate that Pennsylvania is, you have to be able to have a nice, solid layering system. And you know what? It has to be packable. So you take that right. layer off or you have to add a layer, it doesn't take up all the room in your pack. Yeah, yeah. I agree 1,000%. Uh, guys, go check them out, screegear.com. Use the code WDP, all caps, 20. WDP20 for 20% off your first purchase. They also run some really great deals. If you end up purchasing anything and it's already discounted at an unbelievable price on sale, please reach out to us and just let us know, hey, I got Scree Gear. Check out what I bought. We want to know what you bought. 
we also want to, uh, you know, see that you guys are believing in the product and using it. And we want to hear your results. Totally, man. And, you know, fishing season's coming up. Uh, Chuck, I know you don't want to hear about it, but bass season is coming up. And, you know, what's the better thing to do than go kayak fishing? And if you're going to go kayak fishing, do you want to use the best kayak or do you want to use the shittiest kayak? I'm, I'm all about the best. Be, yeah, I would love to be in a new canoe. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Guys, go, go check out New Canoe. They have some unbelievable products. They have the new Unlimited out. It is what Chuck just recently purchased. It is an un-freaking-real kayak. Yeah, def- definitely go to New Canoe and uh, go on their website. Put in your order. Guys, you can't get a better boat. Sorry. Yeah. Not for the money. So get out there and get yourself a New Canoe. Yeah. And last but not least, buddy. Last, last but not least, man, A and F custom calls. What are the what's the one common denominator throughout this entire turkey season? A and F custom calls. I'm just saying. It's it's I, it's not a sales pitch. It's not a gimmick. I, it not. is proven results, people. I really wish that Boer had put it in the clip whenever he shot his bird. I was walking back to my setup, had the A and F custom call in my mouth, pulled it out, and I said Guys, if you still think this is a sales pitch, you're wrong. <laughs> these are results. I mean, these are results. These birds. He didn't put a lot. He didn't really put any of this sweet calling in there either in that video. I got to get on about that. Like, listen, we have uh, we have people that we have to take care of here, and you need to highlight the ANF custom calls like we have been. But <laughs> I will tell you, that's the only call that, that goes in my mouth and um, all season long, and you'll hear in a minute. How successful this season's been. Yeah, man. All right, well, enough rambling. Let's get into this. All right. Well, turkey season kicked off, man, with an absolute bang. I've been talking about it now for, it seems like, nine episodes. Uh, You guys have been hearing it. Our trip to Oklahoma, our trip to Oklahoma, I've been saying it about 400,000 times. Well, it happened. (laughs) It finally happened. Mid-April, we packed full. We crammed full the cram van. Uh, to its peak. I mean, we used every last inch of that van to the point where it was just enough for each person to kind of just barely fit in their seat. And we drove 16 hours out to Oklahoma. We ended up getting there about one in the morning. Matt had to wake him up. Good old our boy Matt Garris from Out on a Limb. Uh, he is the absolute champion, by the way. Woke up with us the next morning, took us out. It was kind of rainy, but the morning was actually pretty clear. It was nice. It was kind of like a morning like today where it just rained all night and then it cleared up. We heard some gobbles first thing, first spot. I heard some gobbling on the limb, got in there, had some deer bust out, some birds flew out, and uh, the rest of the day was just driving around. So we'll really touch on this Oklahoma trip more when we get the boys, but we did end up having some success. So... That trip was an absolute blast, though, man. Uh, it made every bit of that 16-hour drive worth it to spend that time with Matt. And uh, <laughs> he welcomed us into his home. He had a little place up, uh, like a little theater room, all the, just ready for us to go where we could just crash right at, as soon as we got in. So it was awesome. We'll get in that trip in full detail, but I did end up killing a Rio. Um, and we'll highlight that story another time. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So realistically, you know, we I know you threw that in there to kind of preface that we got that episode coming. But Mm -hmm. really to kick off our season, man, was, you know, youth season. That's right. Why don't you kind of get into that a little bit? You took Johnny and uh, Lizzie out. 
Yes, I did. I took my uh, nephew, Johnny, and my niece, Lizzie, out. And then uh, Anthony actually tagged along as well. He had the day off, so he tagged along with us just to kind of hang out and watch. And, you know, I had given little Johnny the option. He could either come in Thursday and scout with me Friday, and then we could hunt Saturday, or he could come in Friday, and I would do all the scouting. And, of course, he said, no, let me come Thursday. So he spent the night Thursday. He got up with me early in the morning. We went out. We heard two birds gobbling on a limb nice. at the first property. And then we hit the truck and went to another property, didn't hear or see anything. So as I was in that area, I decided, why not check out the public land? I've always heard through a good friend of Bud, my good friend, um, that there's some birds on that public land property. So we went over there and we heard some gobbling and I figured, well, I can't really get into the details. My giveaway of the property is, but we didn't think it was uh, a bird <laughs> worth proceeding on. Uh, so we started driving around the property and kind of blew it off because uh, it was near some houses and it was on private land. As we turned the corner, there's one little strip of public land that comes down and then there's a private field. And as we turn, we were driving home. A big old Tom steps out right from the public land onto a private field, full <laughs> strut, gobbling his head off with a hen. So we turned around. I got a little footage of him. Um, he just kept strutting. I messed with him a little bit, got him to gobble, said, all right, buddy, we'll come back and see if we can put this bird to bed tonight. Came back that evening. Uh, it was me, him and Lizzie at that point. And as I was sitting there, I just kind of pulled off the road right where I'd seen him in the morning, figured I'd get out of my truck, walk in there and try to find a spot to put the blind for the morning. As I did that, I'm looking at Onyx, marking some stuff, and little Johnny says, there he is, there he is. <laughs> this kid's got an eye on him, man. He's freaking, I'm telling you, he's 12 years old, and he's got an eye. Old like, eagle hot. eye, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, you can see turkeys like crazy. We're driving down the highway, he just spots him out. So we're sitting there, and he's like, there he is. I look up, sure enough, there he is, about 100 yards, full fan with a hen. Same hen, same bird. I'm like, oh. Buddy, this is awesome. We sat there, watched the bird fly up, watched this hen fly up, marked them the best we could on Onyx. And man, I'll tell you, I barely slept that night. I really, really stressed out over this one. Like I wanted to get him this bird so bad that I just kept playing the scenarios over and over and over and over again in my head. And I, about a hundred different times, I don't know if I did ever end up, I think I did talk to you that night, didn't I? For a little advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I tried to keep it to a minimum. I didn't want... I knew in my own mind that I was going to be my best advice because I knew where the bird was. I saw him. I knew what he did the day before. I didn't want to just kind of, you know how sometimes you can reach out and you can talk to too many people and get too much overload of information. Absolutely. So I kept it to very tight circle to who I talked to. I think it was pretty much you and maybe Booer that I talked to about. Yeah, it was you and Booer. That's it. And I didn't really... Tried it. I just kind of ran a few things past you. Hey, do you think I should use this decoy? That I think I'm just going to go with a single hen. That's it. Yeah. Right. I stressed over this big time, man. I really, really wanted to get him in his first bird, and it's a big tom. Like this is just you know too good to be true. <laughs> so Anthony that night said, "Hey, I'm off tomorrow. Let's get together and let's go." So okay, so we got met up. I thought Liz was going to sleep in. She showed up right perfect time. She slept in my parents' house across the street, and then I. Uh, I had little Johnny sleep here. We got there a little bit late. 
the garbage truck drove past and really gave us some good cover noise for sure. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, hurry up, grab everything, let's go. We start crashing through these woods, man. I thought I was in Colorado in the middle of night without a light because you couldn't. We were too close to use a light, and we're crashing through stuff. I mean, dead falls, really loud. You know how pines are when they break. They are super loud. It, it's literally the worst, man. Yeah, so I'm like, we can't go right at them. We really have to loop. We'd end up looping. The bird, when we parked, was probably about 300 yards. We ended up looping probably twice the distance up and around to get to them. Well, at this point, since we struggled so bad getting there, we're sweating real bad. We finally come across this, like, open lane that leads down towards the bird. I'm like, this is as far as we're going to get, guys. We set up. I set the decoy up, had the blind set up. We were hoping he was going to come out to our left. Bird's gobbling on the limb. He's just hammering at this point. So we finally get all set up. I start giving him some soft calls. Anthony went up the hill and kind of sat up on the hill just to get a better eye if the bird pitched down in a different direction and make another play. Sure enough, he after I could see a little bit better, I noticed a giant deadfall in front of us. I'm like, buddy, we got to switch because you're set up to shoot out in front of you, and that bird is not coming that way. No so way. he's going to pitch up on that hill. And he's going to come right to us from the right. We got to move right now. Sure enough, I look out. The bird pitches right to that hill. I watch him pitch down. He starts gobbling as soon as he hits the ground. I mean, he's hammering. He's only he's within 100 yards at this point, for sure. Probably only 80 yards. So I quickly took my chair, folded it up, put it in the back of the blind, moved him to the other side of the blind. He was sitting between Lizzie and I. Moved him all the way to the back side of the blind. Closed all the windows. Liz closed all the windows. She was great. I ended up opening up the windows to our right and then i start calling and he's just absolutely crushing so i grab the camera off the tripod at this point fold it up put it in the back of the blind got everything out of the way i'm on my knees with the camera watching him now he shows up i mean this all happened probably within five minutes yeah it happens quick man yeah he comes searching apparently i didn't realize we bumped his head off the roost when we were coming in uh-huh. um, which worked out absolutely perfect he thought we were that head. Yeah, totally. And yeah, he's coming down this hill, which they always say you can't call a bird downhill. Well, if you have a, a cow island and friends. Is, is, it, is, it, is it downhill or is it uphill? You cannot call a bird downhill, they say. Okay, okay. That's what they say. You can call him uphill, not downhill, which, of course, you can call him downhill. <laughs> Here he comes, straight downhill, <laughs> right to us. And he's he's going five yards, periscope, and he's looking. Yeah, He's like submarine. And he's looking and he sees my decoy and he comes five. He's like a pinball machine just down or a Plinko machine down the hill. And he's finally gets in a lane. I call to stop him where I could see in my perspective and Johnny's perspective. We're obviously off because he's on the left side of the blind. I'm on the right. This bird's on wide open 15 yards head up. I'm like, shoot him, buddy. Shoot him. (laughs) Boom. Gun goes off. First words out of his mouth. Did I smoke him? (laughs) (laughs) That's the best, man. That is the best. Dude, did, <laughs> did I smoke, I smoke him? him? You missed, Johnny. Is he Reload. dead? Is he dead? Is he dead? Is he dead? I'm like, you missed. You missed. Reload. So he goes to reload. The gun doesn't eject the shell. It, like, just turns on its axis. And oh, just, yeah. That's it, a stovepipe. Yeah, just straight up. So I hurried up, reached down, pulled it out. And then he wrapped another one. The bird's putting, kind of going nuts, goes left behind some hills. I couldn't see him. Starts going right back up the hill. Uh, and I start purring. Like, just instinct kicks in. I just start purring, purring, purring. Bird stops 
puts his head up from again my perspective he was not very open i could barely see this bird i'm like he's right there you see him you see him boom bird starts flopping i could not get out of this blind quick enough <laughs> picture this i got my camera in my right hand filming the side of the blind as this all goes down mind you because yeah. i went full guide mode lift i grab something with my left and literally just flow fling the whole blind up over us like no way i was waiting to get out of that blind <laughs> through the whole blind and i'm gone like i am gone this bird is flopping all over the hillside through these deadfalls i'm chasing it in circles verletta just pounces up and gets comes out of nowhere after this bird from another angle little johnny's behind me running after the turkey it is pure chaos my friend <laughs> finally i end up getting the thing under a brought like a big deadfall dead pine tree and i get underneath it and uh we get on them and i mean man it was all emotion just took over i was so jacked like i was shaking horribly i just freaked out man i freaked out <laughs> that's it was the best incredible. man that's the best and getting to share it with your with your nephew and your niece was there you mm -hmm. know that's that's freaking awesome man yeah we drove around the rest of the day i mean that happened i don't know probably before 6 30 we had that bird down it was right around 6 30 yeah um he was on the ground for five minutes and he was dead so that was right into right into looking for one for lizzie huh yep drove around all the rest of the day uh, we did see another bird, a really not really nice tom, following a really nice bearded hen, and uh, they were on private property. We couldn't pull them off. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. They called it. They were very happy with their day. Lizzie's just happy to see Johnny get a bird. Um, she's 14. She's not as into it as he is, um, but she's definitely into it. She has a lot of fun with it. She just doesn't care for all the walking and <laughs> yeah, hey, I get it. I get it. When I was a kid, I didn't want to walk all over the place either. No, I get it too. But it was great. That was Saturday, right? Our opener was Saturday, April 24th, yep. I want to say. Yep, yep. Sunday, April 25th, you and I made a little plan. We did. We did. We, Why don't you uh, yeah. I, I mean, buddy, we, we're, let me, let me preface this by saying we are involved in a, a Marco Polo group for a bass fishing competition. And, you know, I've been kind of jacked about getting back into the fishing mode. And, you know, you, you know full well that most of the time my turkey hunts, they turn into a deer scouting trip. And, you know, I get a little bit away from turkey hunting sometimes, right? Well, you're, you made it your mission to, uh, you know, amp me up, get me all fired <laughs> up, right? <laughs> right? So you called me you out hard. <laughs> hmm? You could call it that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just go with that. We're doing some shit talking, okay? <laughs> there was definitely some talking going. <laughs> there was some talking going. You called me out hard and saying that I don't like turkey hunting anymore and, you know, all that fun I stuff. So, you know, I just, I, I, I guess I had to prove you wrong. So we woke up stupid, stupid early. <laughs> I don't know. You got like, what, two hours of sleep that night? Yeah, I think I might have got two or three hours of sleep. Right. So we got up like three in the freaking morning, right? Pretty yeah, much. That, that's early, man. That's that's early for anybody. I don't care who you are. That's early. Right. And we we drove our happy asses down to uh, the wonderful world of West Virginia. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Way down there. Way down there. Almost <laughs> by, you know. Mexico? Know. What, what, what states are down there? Arizona? Mexico? Yeah. Right. Right. Way down there. Right on the. Or is that uh, New Mexico? It might be New Mexico. Yeah, U-C-A-N, what's that? Utah, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico. We were right there in that four-way. Yeah, right. Yeah, 
Yeah, you guys look it up on Onyx. You'll find it. Peace, yeah. probably. <laughs> there. The Yucatan Peninsula. <laughs> yeah, the, the Yucatan Peninsula. That's exactly where it was. That's a panhandle, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. so there you go. We're all about the panhandles. <laughs> so we go driving down to West Virginia, man, and, uh, you know, we pull into the parking lot, and there's, what, four guys? Three trucks, four guys. Yeah, three trucks, four guys, and... We just immediately started talking to the first one. He was real friendly. He was saying, you know, where are you guys going? We were like, oh, we're thinking about going over there. On that side of the road. He's like, okay, yeah. I was here yesterday. There was a bird hammering on the other side. I'm going to go over there. We were like, that's cool, man. And then we're in the middle of talking to him, and here comes another guy. He's like, where are you guys going? Well, we're going, you know, on this side. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go on this side over here. You know, there's bird hammering. There was, it was hammering when we were standing there in the parking lot. Yeah, And then sure they both was. start telling us that there was already another guy and and two more guys there earlier that day. And her Early that morning, they had already just boogied, and they already went on that side also. So all of these guys are going to the opposite side of the road that we're going on. Which was beautiful. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. We're, but we, we played it right, though, too. We we slow played it. I mean, when they asked us, hey, where are you guys thinking about going? We're like, well, you tell us. You were here first. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to take your spot. Right. If you're going here, you I'm going to go to the opposite spot. Right. We have plenty of place. We'll work around you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> we just started working our way up up into the freaking hills, man. The hills of West Virginia. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, we're working our way up and the birds just start opening up. I mean, it a word that you just used a little bit ago, it turned into complete chaos as far as gobbling goes. I mean, bird gobbling over here. Bird gobbling over here. Six birds gobbling over here. <laughs> just freaking lighting up, man. It was just nuts. And at that point, you're just like... All right, let's pick our odds, I guess. I don't know. There's six yeah. over here and two over here. Let's go after the six. Right. You know? <laughs> I don't know. How cool was it when we hit the top of that hill and we just literally had birds pretty much 360 just hammering? I mean, I just I felt bad for the guys on the other side of the road. <laughs> but, yeah, man, we just started working our way in, and, and it's just it is a nasty hellhole of a place if you want to try and work your way around it because it's just so thick. Right. You know, we worked our way in, and, you know, we just, the birds maybe gobbled once when they hit the ground. They just immediately shut up. Something that, I mean, it kind of shows a pressured bird, but, you know, it wasn't something that I was expecting. They were hammering so hard on the roost, and then for them to just shut up, I was, like, kind of flabbergasted by it. Right. So then, uh, you know, we were working with, like, kind of a weird narrow piece of public in that spot, you know, working our way around and trying to figure out where we thought that the birds were going. And, you know, it looked like they were working towards the private. So we just, you know, kept working our way around and it, it did kind of, it kind of opened up a little bit, I guess. The birds really did start lighting up a little bit. I don't know. What what would you say? Nine thirty, ten o'clock. They started actually like opening up a little bit. I would say that there was no given hour of our hunt in which we didn't hear at least a bird gobble somewhere in the distance. Yeah. You know, it may have been one hit, like one hammer. And then nothing. Yeah. But they we basically chased those birds the entire way around that property, that public land. And at any given time, we had a bird gobbling. Yeah, I would say that. But I, what I was kind of getting more towards is when it started getting a little bit more exciting. Like, it just seemed yeah. like everywhere we were going, there was birds just going freaking nuts. So. Yeah, that was between 9.30 and 10. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So we started working the first bird. Um down in like a big hollow, I would say. That was our first like super duper setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get set up. That bird just kind of, I, I don't know if it worked its way off. It just went silent and 
were there for a while and nothing ended up panning out. So, you know, we just started working our way down the hollow. Another bird opens up. Let's go after him. Nothing. And then <laughs> we start working our way back. We're like, all right, well, let's head over to the other part of the public. Start working down there. We get the whole way up the other side. I mean, this is this is a freaking hike, guys. I'm like, I'm not exaggerating. This is I was I was huffing and puffing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not super out of shape, but I'm not like also running marathons either. But you know, we get up this other side and we're just about to get out, and literally the bird we were just after just starts firing again. We're like, oh my god. Well, we have to go after him. I mean, yeah, we're here. Let's go back down. So we go walking our asses back down into that hollow and up the other side and. You know, we get set up again, and he's just firing. I mean, every time you'd cut at him or I would cut at him, it would just start firing. And right. then we started hearing the infamous box call. <laughs> <laughs> we still, yeah. we, it was it was just so weird. It was like this perfect these these perfect you know clucks and purrs, and then these these weird cuts. And we're like, man, is that a turkey? Every time we would fire, it would fire, and then mm -hmm. the gobbler would go off. And then some, some like you, we just kept talking about it. We we're like, I mean, it's cutting weird. It's cutting weird. And then another bird went off farther down. We're like, all right, we we got to make a play of some sort. So we start working our way down there. And when we pop back up, the the pitch of that hen changed entirely. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy put his box call down and went to a diaphragm, and you know, it did it didn't sound good. <laughs> no. So then. Uh, yeah, I think we just we just kind of said, okay, we'll let him have that bird, and we'll just we'll we'll work on something else. <laughs> so we again walked up this giant freaking hill back out of that hollow, huffing and That's puffing. I think we took three breaks that time going back up because yeah, that, at that point I was pretty much jelly leg. Like we, I think I did five and a half miles the day before. Yeah, or probably we. I know for a fact it was nine a.m. and we were already working on. Uh, over three miles yeah My, yeah yeah three I remember miles and i don't know what bird were we on eight nine <sighs> a lot yeah a lot <laughs> we're running all over the place like i'm I'm telling you guys it was such chaos that we were just like running back and forth from gobble to gobble to gobble it was it was intense yeah and uh is, yeah that's probably the perfect word to describe so far our season like that this episode title may have to be like has something to do with chaos in it <laughs> yeah yeah and and that's really that's really what it is man it was the whole day was this way like yeah we just kept working our way down these ridges and like it seemed like every time we got to a new ridge there were new birds to hunt right you know right. and it wasn't even half the time it wasn't even us trying to strike them they just we'd be like okay yeah there's gobble right there okay let's go after him yep. you know it yep. was just absolutely nuts man and then uh you know, we worked our whole way down the ridge, and we were like, all right, we'll work our way back. It's starting to get a little bit later in the day. We got we were, we were way back in there. Right. I don't know. How far were we? At that point, we were over two miles from the vehicle, I bet yeah. you. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so when we started working our way back, and then I don't know who spotted it, but we literally, we saw this bird. That was you. <laughs> was, it, was it? Yes. I don't know, 800, 750, 800 yards away on this other hill. Yeah. And we were just like, that is a freaking chauncey of a bird. And we both started glass, and then we were like, oh, my God, he's got a hen. He's right out in the open, but he's killable. Yeah. So we started working our way down there. We were trying to use the topography, and, you know, on our way working for this bird, there were other birds on the way, you know, just fire. And we are like, all right, well, let's, this one's closer. Let's go after this one. <laughs> go after that bird. Yeah. Doesn't pan out. All right, well, let's go back after that one. Pop up. <laughs> yep, he's still on top of the hill. Let's go. 
<laughs> just <laughs> it was so nuts. Even in the middle of a stock, we we left our stock to go hunt another bird, and then came back to the stock. Like <laughs> I don't even know how to explain how stupid this hunt was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no man, we just we worked our way. Probably I'd say we probably got within a hundred yards of the bird comfortably. Yeah, not a hundred percent as bubble, not enough to really like get them amped, but comfortable enough for us to get set up and and you know try and work him without him seeing us right yeah so i pushed up to a bush and you know you went a little bit back and set up some decoys and started calling and you know he was very content with his hand yeah and uh now he just kept working his way back and i couldn't see him for the longest time and i'd be texting you a little bit and you're like no he's coming he's working he's working and he he did i mean he when i started seeing him he was just working his way back and forth across the hill back and forth back and forth back and forth and i was starting to get to the point where like how i was sitting i didn't have anything to lean like lean up against right i was just in this bush so i just started cramping up bad man i was like my legs were numb i couldn't feel them my back was cramping like you know if you turn just a little bit and then it starts pulling you're like oh my oh. god right in your side i was like this is gonna be freaking terrible and then it got worse the damn sun came out and just started cooking me it went from like 40 degrees to like damn near 70 degrees in like five minutes <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just out there i i have dude i got my hat on my face mask up i'm wearing my freaking coat everything else and then dude that bird <laughs> he just disappeared i'm like i don't know where he went and i texted you and you're like nah, i don't see him anymore either i'm like oh my god this is this is a waste we've been sitting here all this time trying to work this bird and now he just went over the other hill with his hand he's gone and then you text me you go don't move <laughs> and at that point i mean I have my gun in a weird position on me and I have like my arm reached over because I was reaching for like my phone and I just saw it on my watch and I was like, oh my God, where's this bird at? So I'm not moving at all and I'm just kind of looking around with my eyes and then I saw it out in the field and I was like, all right, I can move just a little bit. I got my phone. And at that point I was like, well, if we're going to go for it, let's go for it. So I literally finagle my decoy out of my decoy bag and I just like stick it out to my left. I'm like, I'm going to put ladies everywhere. <laughs> And you started calling, and he started working his way in. And, uh, you know, that bird, he was he was far yet. He was still probably a good good poke, probably, I don't know, what, 60, 65 yards? Uh, yeah. It, the funny thing was, when the bird was the closest to you, he was also around the corner where I could see him and you could not. That's true. That's true. And at one point, he was probably at, like, 40 if not 35, 30 yards from you. Yeah. But you couldn't see him and I could. Yeah. And then, of course, what's he do? Because the hen started coming towards us. Yeah. And then she turned and went right back over that hill, and he turned and went right with her. Yeah, they were working their way out. And I think I texted you at one point, and I was like, how far do you think he is? And I had in my mind, I was like, if he pops out one more time, because he was right on the cusp of being uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> And you were like close enough, and I was like good enough for me. I was hurting at that point, man. And he just me too. he popped out, and you cut at him, and he stuck that head out, and I was like, "You are stupid." <laughs> and I was I got my gun up on this weird angle, man. I just I let one fly, and he started flopping. I was like, "Oh, that's not good enough." And I don't even know how the hell I got up. I don't know if it was <laughs> adrenaline or what, because I couldn't feel my legs. I was hurting. And I just took off after the bird, man. I took off and uh, a, a series of, you know, volley shots <laughs> is what I'm going to call them. I just started emptying my gun, man. Just, you know, I don't want to get away. Right. Yeah. He flopped like crazy flop. He, he started did. going. Floppy, I, heard him, I heard him bad. 
Yeah. You messed them up pretty good. Yeah. It's just once he got over the other side of the hill, he was flopping downhill. Yeah. Uh, and he traveled quite a ways. But it was absolutely hilarious. I'm sitting there from my perspective. I have four minutes left on my card. And every time I get down to like two minutes, I'm stopping the playback, going into my old files and deleting footage from that day. So you'll see when you see this hunt on our YouTube page, because it is going to be up on our YouTube page by the time this airs, by the way. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, by the time that's up, you'll see it. I had to go in and delete. And you'll. it's a very quick footage. It's only like three some minutes for the yeah, whole hunt. It gets the point across. Yeah, it's very action-packed. It's quick and to the point. But I had to go in and delete a lot of footage. So that's why we didn't have a lot of our hunt that day. But it worked out. That's why I was telling you close enough because I knew I had three minutes left of footage that I could that I could possibly film. I didn't have my backup card on me. I was like, dude, you got to shoot this bird. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Not to mention in West Virginia, you have to be out of the woods at one o'clock. Yeah, and we were coming down on time where we yeah. had enough time to kill the bird and just enough time to get out. Yep. Yeah. I so agree. it was make it happen or 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 you know go home. Yeah. We sat on that bird for over an hour. Yeah, yeah. And I think you killed it at twelve twelve. Yep, that's exactly when. Yeah. Yep. And we had a hell of a walk out after that, man. I mean, it was it was <laughs> long. It was long. We were back in there. I don't remember exactly how far we walked that day. I think I looked at my watch at the end of the day, and I think I had like close to fourteen thousand steps or something like that. I know we were over six miles total. Yeah, I know. Uh, when I looked at like flights of stairs, as far as that goes, it was like <laughs> 59 flights of stairs or something like that. Like, <laughs> it's all it is out there. It's all just hills. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. All hills and, and bottoms and ravines. And you're really, you really have to earn those birds. And that's why, in my opinion, none of those guys were on our side because that's all it is, is big hills and kind of open areas. And it's tough hunting. Yeah. Really tough. Yeah, we earned that bird. They were all on that one side that was relatively flat with one little hillside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they had birds. We had birds. We didn't hear them shoot. No. They they heard us shoot. They probably thought it came from the gun range. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, probably. That was, you know, I I, I fired a few times that I probably shouldn't. (laughs) No, it was all, it was, honestly, it was all fun. I was, I was all freaking amped up that I shot this bird and, you know, I didn't want him to get away. I was just making sure he didn't. And oh, I don't blame you. Out of everything else, you know, I had very, very, very little meat damage. I think the breasts, when I took them out, I think they had one baby in them. Legs nice. were fine. Thighs were good. Everything else was good. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So I'm excited about it. And it's an absolute chonger, too. It was, when, too, man. He had a great beard on him. Nice, pearly white spurs, man. I was excited about it. And it was probably the heaviest bird I've ever killed. Yeah. Yeah, that, would we with eighteen and a half, almost nineteen pounds? Yeah, on your on your scale, on my little scale, which I even uh, well, I I won't. I weighed Johnny's bird, little Johnny's bird, and it was eighteen pounds, and that right. was a freaking toad too. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, I mean they were both really nice birds. They were both heavy, eighteen pounds. I mean it's a good bird for around here. Yeah, I thought my scale was broke. I'm like, man, this thing only goes up to eighteen pounds because your bird felt way heavier. It did, man. It just it felt like a freaking heavy ass bird. But when yeah. through on the scale it was only eighteen. I don't know if it was just because it felt heavy that we had to walk out two miles with it. I don't know. <laughs> that is a good point. That was a heck of a walk with a bird over your shoulder. Good thing you had your little turkey tote. Yeah, man. Those things come in handy. 
They really do. Yeah. I need to get me one. I love it. Did you make yours or did you buy it? No, I made it. Oh, okay, cool. Paracord, dude. Yeah, I just got to figure out where you got the rings and all that stuff. Key rings, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, su- I'll send you a little tutorial. All right, I got you. I got you, fam. Yeah, man. But what a weekend. Two birds down. It was a killer weekend, man. I was excited. I was definitely jacked up. Dude, I mean, I was coming off Oklahoma High. We killed freaking five birds in three days out there. Unreal. And then we smashed, like, three days later is youth season. We smashed a bird off the roost. Next day, you and I go out. We kill another bird. I mean, at this point, I've hunted five times. I've seen six birds die. Yeah. Um, you know, and really in the group seven died because, uh, Geoff got two. Yeah. And then our boys, uh, Tanner and Lane ended up doubling up twice. Yeah. They tagged out in Ohio. Freaking unreal, man. <laughs> in like two days, pretty yeah. much. Uh, got both of them got two really nice long beards, killed those over there. And then our opener came. Yeah. What? Yeah. Just last Saturday. Yeah. So it was, uh. Had a little bit of struggle, huh? It was underwhelming for me, man. It kind of felt like last year, to be honest. You know, uh, I went out the night before, was going to roost some birds, but, you know, it was so stinking windy. I went to a spot. I didn't even think they were going to hear me. I wasn't going to hear them. I was just like, I'm just going to check it out a little bit. There was good scratching and stuff like that. And I was like, birds are here. Left. You know, went home, woke up the next day. Wasn't running behind at all. Got to my first spot. Got set up. Nothing. Nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. It was cold. Birds should have been hammering. There, were, I don't, I'm convinced that there were no birds left in the county at that point. <laughs> That's been, like, an old faithful spot for me, man. As far as opening day, opening week, really. There's always birds there. Nothing. Not a single one. Not a single one. little disheartening. Go to spot number two. A uh, spot that I'm supposed to have sole permission on. I'm pulling up, literally about to pull in, and I see three guys walking out, clearly trespassing. I didn't nice. even stop. I didn't even stop. I'm going to talk to the landowner about it, but I was like, all right, I was, I'm trying to turkey hunt. I'm not going in there. They just blew it up. Next spot. Right. I get to the next spot. I go walking back in. It was a hike, man. I get in there, and it's a good spot. Now, mind you, I have a video to back this up. I'm back in the timber. I, <laughs> I throw out a couple of yelps, and I shit you not. A rooster starts crowing back at me. <laughs> Dude, it was unreal. I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I have video of it, man. It is, it's hilarious. And I did it a couple times. Every time I'd hammer, he'd throw one back. And I was like, all right, well, if that doesn't get a bird to shock off, well, there's no birds there. Right. right. Who does? What would? What would? So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. next spot. I get to drive into the next spot. Go walking way in the back. Another old faithful spot. Get to the back. Let out a yelp. Bird fires. I'm like, okay, this is sweet. Let's get set up. I get set up. Dude, I'm not there five minutes. And beagles start freaking hounding off. Dude, dude's running his beagles. They start doing the burr, burr, burr. Well, guess what that fires off? The sandhill cranes. <laughs> oh, nice. Dude, they were so loud. I, I couldn't even hear myself think. Between the beagles and, and the frickin' cranes, I was like, I can't hear a gobble. I'm deaf to begin with. Yeah. You know, and now I guarantee those birds are gone. So I was, I just could have, I could have flipped out. At that point, I felt a little defeated and, you know, I went and got some breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> that was my day. <laughs> it was intense. It was intense. I was frustrated. I, I, I get that. I mean, I don't, 
I don't understand why people do some of the things they do and when they do them and why. I mean, why would you be running your beagles on a 30-degree day in the opener of turkey season? Well, you know, I get it. It's public land. He probably runs there all the time, which is great. I am in full support of that. But if he's running his beagles, he's probably a hunter. And, you know, he has to know that it's first day of turkey season. It's yeah. in the morning. Buddy, I'm in full support of it. But maybe wait until afternoon or in the evening. That'd be great at the opener. Yeah. Not like the, you know, the rabbits are going to go away midday it's not even rabbit you're, season you're just running your dogs yeah <laughs> i'm not actually mad wild. about it but it was it was frustrating no i get it that's tough and yeah we're definitely advocates of public land so 100 percent. that's why i was we, there yeah that's why we're there that, i mean as we're telling these stories mind you the first six birds that have died so far yeah six seven seven birds so far have died they were all on public land. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. So we get it. Like we're using public land just as much as the next guy. Absolutely. You know, and, and we're killing birds on public land and that just adds another bit of, you know, the challenge to it. Absolutely. Especially here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. I've had a little bit better luck than you have oh, over yeah. the last couple of years on public, man. It seems like you always have a rodeo going on. Kind of like my deer season on public, though, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. How was your first day, man? So I decided what I was going to do is I didn't have anything pegged down locally. Mm -hmm. I mean, that bird that Johnny killed was one of the only ones that I really had. Those other two that we had heard on the limb on a different property were pretty much unhuntable. And I figured, you know what? Word is there's a lot turkey up my camp, just like there was last year. So I'm going. I went up Thursday night, opened up camp alone. Uh, it was kind of late. I ended up stopping at our boy Jens's and dropped the turkey off. He's going to get a little half mount on his first bird. Sweet. Nephew. And I headed up there. And the next day, Boer was heading up after work. So my parents came up. We I worked from the, the camp a little bit. And I ended up finding some morels as well. But that morning, that Friday morning, the reason I went up Thursday night was to get up Friday morning and do some scouting. Buddy, it was an incredible, incredible day in the turkey woods without ever even having a gun. Yeah, like, man. It was unbelievable. Just had camera in my hands. End up getting in right under the roost on, I don't know, seven, eight different birds. End up bumping a hen right off her roost first thing in the morning. Sat down, had a super Jake pitch down right in front of me. I'm filming him. I got him pitched down and I'm filming him coming in and it's kind of dark and I'm trying to, to focus on him. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all I hear is, <laughs> buddy, I lost it. I, it all hit me at once. Like, I know what that is. Oh, yeah, buddy. I've never heard that before, but I've heard of what that is. Yeah, man. <laughs> I look to my right and at 15 yards is the other Super Jake that had already gobbled once from the limb and landed out to my right must have worked in these birds strutted gobbled once both of them and spit and drum the whole time yeah man and that's the first time i've ever heard drumming in my entire life it was incredible i could hear it clear as day just that it's so weird it's hard to even explain. Like it's basically like the bass. Like if you think about bass in your car, like how it plays, how it sounds, you yeah. almost feel right. So I had a hell of a show. These other jakes come down. This hand almost lands on my head. It's just unreal. 
So I, I tell Boer and I'd start driving around and I see all kinds of turkey that day. And I'm like, dude, we got about eight targets ready for you in the morning. Let's go. <laughs> you know, there's birds everywhere. So like you, I didn't go out. The, I didn't go out that evening. It was so windy. It was so nasty. It was like spitting hail, rain. It's just horrible. I'm like, I'm not going out because these birds aren't going to be in the fields anyways. Yep. I'm not going to see anything. First thing in the morning, we go and we get set up right where I was the day before. Well, of course, the birds roosted about 250 to 300 yards back behind us, directly behind us, across this open field. Like, all right, well, let's get 10 up. We're going to turn. We're going to cross this little lane, and we're going to get set up on the other side. That way, if they come up the lane or if they come through the woods, we're going to see them no matter what. So we did. We hurried up, got a new setup, which was better for me, but worse for him. He was a little bit more in the open. Birds literally hit the ground. There was, I'll bet you, two toms, the ones that came in, and at least four other birds gobbling that morning. The two toms hit the ground without any delay. Here they come, cross that field. First one comes right across the field, cuts into the woods. Second one comes out, crosses the field, sees that bird, and literally runs at it full speed. <laughs> and they're both in the woods. At this point, the old crow was on our side. Every time a crow would call, that bird absolutely lit up yeah. like just hammered. And you know how it is in the big woods up there when they hammer in the woods, those oh that open timber. Just echoes. Woo, buddy. <laughs> I I've heard other people say it. It's like when they're eighty yards away, they seem louder than when they're right in your face at ten yards. Yeah. It's crazy. Pitch so sure enough, man. the bird pretty much did the work for us. I did a little bit of soft clucking, purring. He come right in on a string, man. Next thing you know, I'm sitting there with the camera and I see a redhead pop up about 30 yards in front of me, maybe 35. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I tried moving the camera on him at the same time. Either my phone or Booers goes off, just like vibrate, just a very loud. Bzz, bzz. And I don't know if he caught my slight movement, even though I was very well hidden, if he caught the decoy or if he heard the phone vibrate. But he starts alarm putting bad like really bad <laughs> and i panicked like i freaked out i'm like oh my god what what the hell so i start purring i just start purring i didn't know what else to do that's your go-to man <laughs> it is yeah. i blacked out i mean i can do it on the mouth call so it's nice it's convenient yeah i just start hitting that purr and it worked the bird stopped put his head up he went behind a tree we were swung on him he went out from behind the tree, and as soon as he came out from behind that tree, I mean, he put that saucy mossy to work, man, and just blasted this bird. <laughs> I mean, just jelly-headed him, right? And the celebration started, and we went the rest of the day. I put one stock on another bird, but nothing successful, and we were just floored, man. It, it's just unheard of at this point. I mean, like we said, complete chaos. It has right? been, man. It really has. <laughs> It's even... been, shoot, I, I hunted three days in Oklahoma. Well, two and a half days in Oklahoma, half day in Pennsylvania, half day in West Virginia, and a half day in Pennsylvania. At this point, there's now eight birds dead. Yeah. What does that come up to? Uh, three and a half full days of yeah, hunting? Pretty good. You really think about it? Pretty good. Uh, so maybe four days complete, four days of hunting, and there's seven, eight birds dead? That's unheard of. That like, is, that, man. That's stuff that people that have big farms of a lot of private land now mind you these have all been public land birds yeah every single one of these birds was killed on public so 
now I'm just having the season of my life. You know, I haven't even killed a bird yet, you know, NPA yeah. or West Virginia. Yeah. And I am having an absolute blast. Like this is the season of a lifetime. Until I think I think <laughs> you know what's coming next. I wanna I just wanna I just wanna hear it so bad. <laughs> so you haven't heard the story yet. No, right. no. The fence is building. So this morning, uh well let's let's look rewind. back it up. We were talking last night. We were. Let's rewind because what did it say? Tuesday? Monday morning. I and I told people, you know, we had some other birds on a different property. I'm like, you know what, Monday morning I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna kill a bird here. And then it turned into a rain day. So I said, you know what? Where can I go? There's got to be somewhere local that I can go. I can just go look. And then I remembered a buddy of ours that has been begging me to come out and shoot a turkey on his property for like the last two years. Every time I see him, when are you coming out to shoot a turkey? What are you doing? And you know how that goes. You you get those guys all the time. Oh, yeah, man. You're at the bar. Hey, there's turkey in my yard every day. Yeah, okay, whatever. Finally, I sat him down. It's like, buddy, show me your property on Onyx. He showed me. I was like, all right. That looks cool. solid. Looks solid. That's, that looks good. So it hit me, and I'm like, I'm going there. Monday morning, threw the sweats on. I was almost I was so close to putting the camos on. I was like, screw it. I'm too tired. I'm late. I'm just going to go. It was raining. Threw the sweats on, jumped in the truck, pulled in, I'm watching these fields. I fell asleep at one point, woke back <laughs> up, and there's nine birds the field in front of me i'm freaking out get the binos up big boy giant tom right behind the whole flock he's got beard dragging i'm like all right here we go so i hit you up told you what was going on i was going back that evening to try to put the bird to bed because we were going to do this podcast last night right, right so right. for Leto's like hey i got nothing going on i'll come with you all right cool we get out there perfect timing that bird comes out now he's in the backfield. So there's a field that runs as a rectangular shape. And then there's a tree line that comes across that field and basically pinches off into a corner. And then there's a gap between the next field that runs as a rectangular, basically the other way. So it's like a T-shaped. Right, right. Okay. And there's a gap between the two fields. And in that gap is walks out him, the Tom. Pull the binos up. There he is. Beard <laughs> dragging on the ground. Oh, Can't mistake him. He's giant. And then a couple hens worked across, and uh, Anthony thought he saw one fly up to the left. Well, the birds worked back to the right out of view. Me never being there before, I didn't really understand the property, but I'd end up marking a couple spots on Onyx where I thought they would roost, and it was both back there. So I'm like, this is freaking perfect. And I'm glad I took. Uh, I didn't take my camos the day before because I probably would have tried to make a play on that bird and probably could have killed him. Yeah. But that's not really the experience I'm after. So I said, let's do it the right way. So we got to talk and I put him to bed and we're like, all right, I got to go hunt in the morning. Let's just do this podcast tomorrow. <laughs> you agreed. And sure enough, woke up this morning, 345. Out of the blue yesterday, though, Jeff texted me and was like, hey, buddy, if you ever need me, I'm on afternoons. If you just need me to run the camera or something. I'm like, dude, <laughs> let's go. I'm going tomorrow morning. Yeah. Meet me at 445 at my house. We got to get in. Get the decoy set up. So my plan going into it, you and I talked about it. I said, I'm going to go two hens and my Jake decoy. But since it's kind of rainy and dreary, I'm not going with the full fan. I'm just going to go with the, the quarter strut. Yeah. Boy, did it work nice. We <laughs> set up right in the gap between those two fields, right on the right edge, and put the decoys out 13 yards in front of us. 
because I didn't want to get out too far in the field. I had no idea where these birds were roosting. I figured they'd be roosting right on the edge of the field. Sure enough, they were roosting exactly where I put my pin over top of this creek bottom back in the woods a little farther. Yeah. It's getting daylight out. I'm not hearing anything. I'm getting a little nervous. I mean, these birds are supposed to be here, and we haven't heard anything. Finally, I start making some soft noises, some some tree yelps, yeah. some, those uh, those raindrop noises that they make. You know, um, it's a bubble clock. Finally, what is it? It's a bubble clock. Yes, bubble clock. There Shane you go. Simpson. Thank you, Shane. Um, and sure enough, he fires. Yeah. And he sounds far because he's down in that bottom. It's thick, man. Oh, it is so green out right now. It's stupid, by the it way. It really is, man. We're not used to this at all. This is not normal. No. But this is PA. So it's beautiful. 60-some degrees. That bird fires. I mean, it's a perfect morning for it. I'm like, all right, finally. Just like he's down in front of us. I'm like, ah, crap. We were set up to shoot to the right. We had the camera up, everything for the right. So we're scrambling. Complete chaos, remember? Mm-hmm. We're moving chairs in the blind. We're moving the camera on the blind. We're throwing stuff everywhere. We're getting everything turned. Sure enough, he looks up because there he is. Looks up, but through the fog in the field at about 130 yards, 150 yards, pops out our guy. Yeah, buddy. The big boy. (laughs) Pops out left of the field. I just told him, too, because there's like a a dip, a saddle in the field. And I said, they're either going to pop out on the left or the right of that saddle. Soon as he pops out on the left, a hen pops out on the right. I'm like, dude, we're in between them. Let's go. This is money. He's gobbling his head off, just hammering. I'm calling. He's hammering. She's making some noise. He's hammering. Next thing you know, he's like, dude, there's another bird to the right. I look over. There's a Jake full strut to the right, just hanging out at the edge of the field, like looks fake almost. I'm like, buddy, that is insane. Where the hell did he come from? (laughs) He's like, I have no idea. So that Tom skirts us at about 60 yards at the back end of the field opposite of us. I think on Onyx the day before, I measured it just to see in case that were to happen. It was like 67 yards across that whole field. Okay. I was was like, all right, I'm going to wait. He's like, oh, yeah, wait, wait. So he goes over to the first group. There's a a Jake and a hen. It's like he almost – he went over to them and released them. Like, all right, you guys go. And here they come right into our setup. I mean, the, the hen started beating the hell out of my decoy, man. She was getting tough with her. She <laughs> yeah. was pecking her. She kept, like, resting her, like, putting her breast up against her and sizing her up. You know, they lean on it, and she's, like, knocking it over on the peg. And I'm like, hey, back off, lady. You don't got to be so mean. <laughs> and then the Jake's getting big on my Jake decoy. It's awesome. I mean, phenomenal footage. The whole thing, they're at 10 yards just beating up our decoys, like, picking on them. I'm like, all right, get out of here. So now I look over and I'm like, where is this Tom? Like, I'm so distracted. I'm like, where's the Tom? He's like, dude, he's over on the right side. There's six other birds over there. (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness, what are they going to do? I'm like, is there another break in this field? Like, where are they going to go? They have to come through here, right? He's like, oh yeah, just, just wait. Sure enough, man, he went and gobbled and just, circled all these birds and was like every time he'd go up to him he was like releasing like all right now you go yeah and they would come in <laughs> like in <laughs> in little mini herds so next thing you know two more jakes come in and they start getting big and going around circling my jake decoy the whole now at this point all the birds are out of my right window where we initially set up to shoot yeah makes like, sense right makes right. sense and had we not moved at all it would have been absolutely phenomenal all the birds <laughs> were right there 
15 yards. The Tom's in the back. He's just pushing them all, moving them all around. At this point now, we have nine birds in front of us, all within 15 yards. That's a lot of eyeballs. I'm getting very nervous. That's a ton of eyes, man. And they're good My eyes. Gun, they're, not, they're not, like, blind by any means. No. And, w- I mean, you look over, and it's Jake's at five yards, and it looks like he's staring into your soul. <laughs> like, he's giving me the little head bob thing and looking. And I'm I'm really freaking out at this point. My gun's not even shorter. Like my gun's just below the blind because I don't know which window I'm gonna have to go out yet and I make a that. shot. Yeah. So I'm keeping my movement and everything below the blind window. <laughs> so sure enough, I, at this point it's it's still a little foggy, but <laughs> the Tom's coming. He's in our right window. I thought I was gonna have to swing up and over to camera, which was not an option because it was above the window. Yeah. And that not going to happen. So I was like, let's just wait. Jeff's got a, Jeff's moving this camera back and forth, back and forth this whole time to try to play the break in the window. Cause he's got the corner of the blind right in front of him now. Oh yeah. Way we, Beautiful. That was horrible. Right. <laughs> uh, so out comes the Jake's. They both step out. Hen steps out. This hen is like three yards in front of us. Does this like soft yelp. And the Jake's coming. I mean, he's there. I'm, I'm, basically leaning out and around the camera with the gun and I'm aiming down my barrel. My barrel's cocked at a 45 left. Like I'm out and around the camera. Yeah. He's like, wait, I don't have them. Just wait. Like, okay, no problem. So now I'm watching this bird close. Again, he's at my decoy, 13 yards. He's so close. Giant white head, big beard, just this giant bird. I'm like, okay. So I'm watching the viewfinder on the camera. Apparently he was looking to zoom in. He was waiting for, he was hoping I was waiting to see what was going to happen. Nope. That Jake was in front of that Tom. That Tom came into my Jake decoy. Jake said, I want no part of this dude. He bolted to the right. The hen was feeding just in front of my decoy to the left. As soon as I had that opening, I looked at the viewfinder. He was centered. I blasted this dirt, dude. I blasted this bird. <laughs> blasted him. I mean, I hit him so hard. He was still in like this full three quarter strut. All I saw was my bead and nothing but white head the whole way up. Yeah. White head and neck. Like <laughs> I just zoned in. It was killer mode. I shot this bird. Feathers flew five feet behind him, just exploded. And he didn't even flop. He literally dropped on his back and his feet went straight up in the air. Oh, yeah, man. You, you sent me a little quick snippet when I was at work. I was, I was oh, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at this bird coming in. I'm like, oh, man, he's going to let it come in and just it's going to beat the hell out of the decoys. And then just boom, you just stoned him, dude. Just boom. Bird just literally, like you said, it was like a freaking plank. Just flat over. Just toast, man. That bird... You cooked that full. <laughs> oh my goodness! I've never done. I've never shot a turkey that close before to know the collateral damage. Yeah. Uh, of what it does to the bird, as far as feathers. Um, yeah. I mean, the bird's dead. What do you? It's not he like didn't he didn't feel a thing. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He literally didn't feel a thing, and I uh, just breasted him out. Everything's perfect. The meat's all great. The fan's good. He's a double beard buddy Just i walk up longer dude he's got two beards and i lose it i'm like jeff look at this thing we're losing our stuff man 
it was just unreal. He's got uh, good full inch hooks, which you know a lot of guys say they're an inch when they're three quarters of an inch. This thing has zero hook to it. It is just straight dagger, a straight inch dagger. I mean, unbelievable. And he got a an eleven inch beard and an eight and a half inch beard. <laughs> unreal, like twenty inches of beard almost. Yeah, yeah, that's out of control, dude. Yeah. Yeah, what a freaking bird, man. You sent me pictures of it. It's up on our Instagram. You guys are going to see the video eventually, but it's just it, – it's a chauncey of a bird. And yeah. for Pennsylvania, it's hard to beat. It really is. It's sad that I damaged so much of the feathers because I probably would have gotten like a half mount done of yeah. some sort because yeah. he double beard, and I thought that would have been really cool. But that's okay. I will uh, – I will fan mount him like the others and uh, continue that trend that I have going yeah, currently. Man. Yeah, I like it. Pretty soon my entire house will be covered in turkey fans in no time, I hope. Yeah, man. I'm hoping that for you too. <laughs> and you know you still got a tag left in Do. Pennsylvania. You yep. still have two tags left in West Virginia. Correct. So, you know, you just got to start filling some more tags too. It's been good so far. You know, what do you got to lose? Right. At this point, um, I mean, I don't have anything lined up, but what we're planning on doing again is going back up to camp this weekend, going up Thursday night again, hunting Friday morning, uh, potentially with Boer and his buddy Sabelli. Nice. Who has never turkey hunted before. I like it. So I believe our buddy Joe Seaburn and Boer are taking Sabelli out over the next couple of days into the big hills up uh, in the Allegheny National Forest area. It's going to be gnarly. To, yeah, to basically punish him a little bit because yeah. both Booler and Seaburn are tagged out. Congratulations to both them dudes. They both killed very nice birds. Unreal, man. Unreal. They didn't take advantage of the second tag, huh? They did not. They actually had a conversation prior to the season. Uh, Seaburn really struggled last year up to the last minute to mm -hmm. get his bird. Yeah. And he and Boer were talking about it. He, Boer <laughs> made a post just before season opened, something about the uh, likes of one who buys a bonus tag likely kills no birds at all or something along those lines. <laughs> it can be a bit of a curse, man. Yes, it really it, can. It has been in years past. You know, there's a little thing that we don't speak about on this podcast right. typically. We and that sure is, don't. that is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that ye little yellow piece of paper. <laughs> yep. It's, it's so hopefully still in the mail for me before I can go out again. Yeah. This hasn't gotten here yet. You can always but run no. and get another one reprinted. Six dollars hairs. Yeah. 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 I'm just waiting for it to come in since I ordered it a little late. A little last minute. But yeah. neither of them have their tags. And uh, Sabelli is a brand new hunter, an adult onset hunter. And I went coyote hunting with him he's a good kid i believe uh he went to shenango with him sweet, so sweet 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 yeah if they don't get on anything and they don't have anything locked down we want to take him up where i had all those jakes why not on my camp yeah why and try not to get his first bird that'd be awesome man yeah no i so hope he gets one man that, that would be awesome you know having an adult onset hunting like that and getting him whatever he can take he's gonna freaking love it man yeah try to get him hooked Pun intended. Yeah. Uh, trying to get him hooked on turkey, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. I, that's what I've been doing lately. <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. I love it. 
I love it. I just love it. I mean, I love it. We have, shoot, every bird but my nephews on film as well, mind you. This is the first season we've had any kills on film Yeah, at all. It's going to be freaking so, gnarly. Yeah. Expect <laughs> to see that. I'll be bringing my cards up, and Boer has his computer, so he'll be doing some editing. Beautiful. I like it, Probably man. with me. And uh, we'll get another video out on our YouTube channel. Yeah, man. Yeah. We'll get that out. Get mine up. Get yours out. And uh, we'll be officially, you know, I don't know, YouTube stars. <laughs> we will be YouTube content creators. There we go. There we go. We are YouTube content creators. It's just a podcast. There's no video with it. It's just, you know, it's exciting. Technically speaking, you are right. Yeah. 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 Realistically speaking, YouTube's for videos. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pumped. Man. We, we've been doing the work. Though. We've been bringing the cameras. and We have a backlog of some stuff, too, which is just not enough to put a video together. So we struggled through a couple years of like just filming everything and trying to get to where we can put videos together. And I think we're finally at that point. Yeah, man. No, I'm excited about it too. And, uh, you know, we still got plenty of season left. We got tags left. There's going to be more content coming. You know, we'll do another one of these. We got a couple guests lined up. We're going to get some other podcasts and stuff out, but you know, we will, like we promised, we will get back to whitetail content at some point, maybe some fishing content. You know, if there's something you guys want to hear about or somebody you want to hear from, you know, shoot us an email, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, one of those fun places, and, you know, we'll reach out. We'll do our best to get them on. Yeah, and we're TikTok famous, so check us out on TikTok. And check us out on TikTok. Our TikTok is lit, <laughs> as the kids say. <laughs> wait, till I put all these, <laughs> wait till I put all these turkey videos on there. It's going to be insane. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be You got to be careful with TikTok, but uh, it's it's been fun. Yeah. It has been. Yeah. But, yeah, we will get deer episodes out we will talk deer i mean they think about it though some of those turkey guys we had they're freaking whitetail slayers too man and we got into some some whitetail talk as well so it's been a good mix i think yeah yeah no i'm right there with you man but you know we're getting there on time so let's get yes, closer sir. to wrapping this bad boy up but there is one thing i want to bring up if anybody has listened to us ramble on for an hour and 13 minutes we have a very large giveaway coming soon hmm. at some point indeed in, in in the near future let's just say it'll be triply amazing <laughs> <laughs> I like to it, hit it when this is dropping all right let's just say it. at episode ish xxx potentially yeah we may have a uber giveaway yeah it's gonna happen. it's gonna be a giveaway it might be substantial we're yep. gonna try and make it substantial so you know, we're throwing it out on this episode right now. Just give whoever's listening still a little heads up on it. But, you know, we're going to have an episode probably, I don't know, coming up here in the next month or so. Letting you guys know all the details, all the fun things. And, uh, yeah, here's what it is. Yep. Once we work the details out, we will give them to you. Correct. Correct. But I want to throw that out there. But a heck of a season so far, buddy. It's only week one. I think I'm going to be going back out Thursday morning. Beautiful. At some point, potentially with Jeff, try to get him a bird with the bow. Nice. That's the plan. And then I have other youth hunters that I got to take out still this year. Um, a couple other guys. It's just, it's crazy, man. There's a lot of people that want their first turkey. And, you know, they see the crazy, the complete chaos. I'm going to continue with that, <laughs> that we have shown. And they want to be a part of it. So I'm excited. Yeah. I really am. I can dig it, man. I can dig it. We Finally, got a lot of 
We got a lot more coming, man. It's going to be awesome. Heck yeah. Keep the content rolling, and until next time. Distraction's real. The distraction is real. Let's go. The chaos is real. <gasps> no, you didn't. You might have changed it. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> All right. Later, peeps.